Do you ever feel overwhelmed by all the information, all the like stuff you need to learn before you can be successful at whatever, whatever it could be. It could be whatever, right? We, we get into something, maybe it's copywriting, marketing, business building, whatever. Maybe it's something completely different, but as we get into it and we think about, okay, what do people who are successful at this know? We start to, we start to like get that information coming in from all sorts of sources. And suddenly it feels like this whole tidal wave crashing on top of us. Well, today is Mailbox Monday here at Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I'm Roy Fur, and I'm gonna answer a, a subscriber question about how to deal with information overwhelm. So the question from JC is first a challenge, then a question. I feel extremely overwhelmed by the amount of information and knowledge I need to know before I can achieve my financial goals. Plus every damn time I learn something new, there's all of a sudden an entirely new category of information that I have no knowledge of and it feels like there's literally not enough time in the year to get things done and learn what I need to learn and I'm still new. Question, I assume I'm not the only one and what do you tell others or yourself for that matter when they come to you with this problem? Thanks again. Now I have to warn you, uh, <laughs> I actually have a lot of thoughts on this and what I don't want you to do is feel like you have to like memorize every single line of my notes about this. What I want you to do is instead think what is like just intake the general message about this because when you intake, when you when you take in this general message, you're going to find that it's based on a few fundamental principles and they're being repeated. I'm coming at them from a couple different angles so that you are getting this information in a way that is really going to settle in and hopefully make this a lot easier going forward. First, I want to call out some specific language in this. So I said, I, I feel extremely overwhelmed by the amount of information and knowledge I need to know before I can achieve my financial goals. I put emphasis here on need to know according to who? What's their motivation, right? If I'm selling you something about like the latest hot tactic that you need to know about TikTok advertising, if you even care about the success of your business, right? That's, that's my priority to sell that to you. It's not something that you actually need to know. There are people out there who are wildly successful in business who are not on TikTok at all, right? So need to know according to who, what's their motivation, ask that. Another quote, plus every damn time I learn something new, there's all of a sudden an entirely new category of information that I have no knowledge of and, and emphasis. It feels like there is literally not enough time in the year to get things done and learn what I need to learn, right? There will always be more that you can learn. There will always be more that you can learn. Um, we're gonna talk about the amount of information in a minute, but, but there is way more information out there than you will ever know, than you will ever learn. You only need what you need to accomplish your goals. You only need what you need to get the things done that you want to get done. So don't let all this information that's out there that's like this infinite uh, black hole that can suck you in, don't let that stand in the way of doing the things that you need to do to accomplish your goals. So if there's not enough time in the year to get things done, right? You are consuming information first and focusing on action later, but there's no end to the amount of information that you can consume. And so if you flip that and you focus on action first and then consuming the information that you need to be successful at that action, then you're going to find it a lot easier. You're going to have a filter by which you can choose not to engage with a lot of information out there. 
And then the uh, last thing I want to highlight out of this is, and I'm still new. What I will say is it becomes easier to filter. I'm going to give you some mental models here in just a minute, but it becomes easier to filter all that information when you have even like a few months more experience, right? So you start taking action and you gain some experience and you figure out, you start to figure out what matters, what doesn't, and you get better and better filters that develop over time. So warning for you before we go any further, you're not gonna reduce the amount of information. We are in the middle of this information explosion. There's so much information out there and, and the amount of like noise in terms of information is only going to keep going up, especially, God, I feel like especially with things like ChatGPT and AI-driven content creation, there's just gonna be so much information. And the people who uh, are successful are not gonna be the people who are better at consuming all that information. They're gonna be the people who are better at filtering all that information, finding the important stuff. So according to a Tech Jury article uh, titled, How Much Data is Created Every Day in 2023, it was kind of a mashup of statistics. By the end of 2020, 44 zettabytes will make up the entire digital universe. So I don't even know what a zettabyte is. It's gigantic, right? Like it's, it's bigger than I have context to understand. <clears throat> but that's by the end of 2020. By the end of 2022, two years later, which was actually last year, humans will produce and consume about 94 zettabytes of data. So more than double the data in two years. And if you think about Moore's law and um, the, the this like uh, observation in technology that the computing powder, computing power doubles in power and halves in cost every two years, it probably makes sense that the amount of data created by all that computing power is also going to roughly double. I, I don't know that that's a perfect correlation, right? But basically we're in this like exponential curve of additional information being created. By 2025, 200 plus databytes or zettabytes of data will be in cloud storage around the globe. So that's more than double again by 2025. Again, it's not about consuming all the information. It's about finding what matters to you, what's important. There's this concept from, um, electronics and, and uh, from data science of signal versus noise, right? There is a lot of noise. Data is noise, right? Data is noise. Information, I have it here, information is meaning, information is signal. So in the context of, let's say, all of the, we'll just go with website analytics, right? In the context of all the information that's available through an analytics platform, what probably matters is where do people come from to land, to land on the cart page? What traffic sources lead to uh, the conversion event of getting to the cart page? And then where do people come from where they actually convert on the cart page and actually become a customer for the first time? And so if you ask the right questions, right, where is the important information here? That's the signal. Likewise, if you are doing the thing as opposed to consuming information about the thing and you're saying, okay, how do I, for example, write an offer for my, uh, for, for my sales letter, right? Then you say, okay, what, who has great frameworks for writing offers? And for example, I have an irresistible offers training inside BTMS Insiders. I'm, and I talk about writing offers and there's a framework there. And mine is not the only one, right? But there are people who um, who have 
that specific information as opposed to just data or just um, you know just specific. Uh, or, or, or just like throwing all the stuff at you, right? So the big question that is always relevant for you to ask is what here is important? What is important to you? What's important to your specific action steps you're doing that you're trying to accomplish right now? I do have this architecture of a skill model. I don't want to go deep into it here as part of this episode, but uh, Basically, a lot of us, a lot of the, a lot of the noise out there comes from people being all excited about tactics and techniques. And technology and media really encompass these things. So new media available is TikTok ads, right? And so people get really focused on what are the tactics, what are the techniques that work really well in TikTok ads, right? But underneath supporting any tactics and techniques are strategy and principles. And principles support strategy, strategy supports techniques, techniques support tactics. And so if your strategy is we need to find where a certain demographic of uh, our audience base is, then you may decide that your demographic is not on TikTok, right? They're not spending a bunch of time on TikTok. Like I don't necessarily, okay, Somebody's going to tell me I'm wrong here, but I don't necessarily want to chase entrepreneurs who spend all day on TikTok. I don't think that that's an effective like that's an effective targeting strategy for me. And so uh, if my strategy is find entrepreneurs where they are paying attention right now, then I find uh, the, the, the media, the technology, the, the tactics that allow me to connect with those entrepreneurs and bring them into my, my audience. And if you focus more on what are the, the universal principles, what are the broadly applicable strategies versus what tactics do I need to implement, you're going to find that the, you're, you're much quicker at discerning what is the signal here, what's important to my actual action that I'm trying to take versus what's all the noise that's out there. So as you're consuming all this information, what's your intention? Why do we consume information? We consume information for news, right? Uh, I scroll through Google News probably more often than I would like. I scroll through Google News to see what, what kind of news is there. We consume information for entertainment purposes, and I'm not just talking about like, oh, funny, whatever. I'm talking about we want something basically to distract us right? Um, entertainment often can be thought of as distraction. That's how a lot of people use it. So we consume this information just to be entertained by it, right? Uh, just to have ourselves distracted, taken down this rabbit hole of consuming information. We can also consume information for personal development, which I find to be really great. Like I'm, I go through a lot of books on purpose because, oh, for example, I'm, I'm going through a lot of, of content right now on Agile project management. And I know that's a programming thing, but it's also an effective way to run a marketing team. And as I'm looking at providing fractional CMO services uh, for clients, one of the things that I recognize as an area of development for me is uh, managing an entire team and really staying on top of a team in a way where we're able to accomplish a lot quickly, where we're able to set goals and make sure we get them to done. And agile project management and Scrum, those are, those are effective methods for doing that. And so I'm trying to pick up as much relevant stuff there. Even though it's not a current action, it's a like, if I study the top three books on agile project management, and, um, and, and then I feel much more ready to start to implement some of the practices, right? 
and then specifically assisting action that you're already taking. So you're defining your outcome and the actions that you need to take to get there, right? You're defining all that stuff. And then you ask yourself, what information do you need to accomplish that? I need to write an offer. So I'm going to go out and find somebody who has a framework and an explanation of how to use that framework to write the offer. Awesome. It also comes down to passive versus active input. And I know we're, we're like covering a lot of bases here, but again, like remember that this is, I'm, I'm trying to give you the principles from a few different angles. Recognize here that there is passive consumption of information. You're the average person scrolls the height of the Statue of Liberty in the Facebook newsfeed every day. Maybe that's changed a little bit recently, but that's the amount of consumption that people are basically passively consuming by scrolling with their thumb and just seeing what comes next. You're consuming what comes to you. This is very like casual browsing and reading. And admittedly, when I scroll through Google News, it's kind of a passive consumption thing. And so you can learn as you're doing this passive consumption. If you focus on the right media channels, right technology, then you're learning but maybe without focus, without strong intention, right? Versus active consumption where you're actually going through an intentional research process or you're trying to problem solve, right? You, you go out and you say, I want to learn. So for example, me learning about agile project management, I, I went out and did an active search for, okay, what are the relevant books here? What are the relevant audiobooks that I can go through? What's the relevant training I can go through? And um, I went out and actively consumed a, a, a small chunk of information on that to give myself the foundation that I was looking for. Um, and, and actually, like, I knew about it for a while, so it was more of a uh, making sure that I had a complete picture of the possibility there. But, um, but, but again, like, all of that reflects this active consumption mindset versus passive consumption. Big tip for you, um, if you are infinitely scrolling like, oh, success, whatever, or you're just clicking next on YouTube videos or whatever, right? You're gonna get a lot of information uh, through passive consumption. You're gonna get a lot of information through passive consumption. Don't get attached to information that you find through passive consumption. Now, passive consumption can turn into active consumption. Like, oh, wow, they said something interesting. I wanna learn more about that, right? But if if you're like passively consuming the success media and people are saying, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to learn about this, you need to do this, right? Don't get attached to that information. You can still passively consume it. And, and you know, there are contexts where it makes a lot of sense and it can be great for a break in the day and to get random ideas inputted into your into your mind, right? But at the same time, don't feel like you're, you, you have to get attached to it. Don't feel like you have to bookmark all those pages and come back to it. Don't feel like there's this infinite branching of, oh, now that I learned about these two things, I have to learn everything there is to know about this one and everything that there is to know about this one, right? Like, because then each of those branches and it's this infinite branching, right? So don't get too attached to that. When you're doing active research, it makes sense to like collect your research and, and, and go with it, right? But when you're passively consuming information, it doesn't work the same way. Also, it helps to learn to tame your nervous system. So much of this, I feel like, can be uh, mitigated through recognizing that when we're consuming information and somebody says, you're going to be successful if only you learn this, that activates your nervous system. It activates this, like, pursuit. Uh, and that, 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 like, pursuit energy that you get. 
can be uh, pretty destructive, right? It can be pretty toxic if you're constantly stuck in that. And so it's fine to recognize, oh, I'm excited about learning this thing. That's, that's awesome, right? But you also have to learn like, okay, that excitement, how is this translating into something that's really useful for me today, right? And one of the best ways to, to, to like step back from that excitement and make sure that that excitement is serving you, make sure that excitement is taking you down the path you want it to, is to be able to just observe it. And there's a lot of practices from various like meditation traditions that can be really helpful with this. I'm, I'm not telling you to go down a specific path of like Buddhism or whatever, right? But just taking a few deep breaths in a row, like paying attention to your breath for five breaths. Okay, breathing in one, breathing out one, breathing in two, breathing out two. Like just paying attention to your breath. Uh, mindfulness, which is largely the same thing, but you can be mindful about different things. You can uh, focus your mind on different things and try to pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Many types of meditation practices can serve you here. Really, a lot of it is about giving yourself time and space, time and space to, to, um, to, to think, right? And journaling can be really effective for that. Like I hold up my journal here. I have a, a, a consistent journaling practice for a couple of years now that's kind of my form of meditation just to get those thoughts out of my head or to capture different ideas that I've had. Right? And when you get it on paper, it's much easier to recognize, okay, this is, this is relevant, this is not relevant. It's, it makes it easier to think about it. Uh, to wrap up, I do want to say just make, your, make, make information serve you. You don't serve the information. You don't serve, like if I tell you, oh, you need to go do this, and then you need to go do this, and you, no, like uh, recognize, even if I say that, even if I let those words slip through, you need to ultimately be the one who decides, do I need that? Do I need that now for what I'm trying to accomplish now, right? So ask yourself, what do you want from, from life? What do you want to do? What are you focused on right now, right? Like these are, these are things that you have to provide the answers to. I'm not providing answers. I'm providing questions that you can ask to find your answers. And then use active consumption to support your current goals and use passive consumption as a form of learning without focus, right? Uh, so. I can passively consume financial information knowing I work in the, the investment field, right? And then I can recognize that, oh, that's an interesting story and I can maybe save it for later, right? But when it comes time to actively research, okay, I need to write about this particular investment, it's, it's then, then you're able to say, okay, then actively, which of those stories that I save through passive consumption were relevant, right? But again, it's about supporting your current goals and then just, you know, having some inputs um, that are potentially useful down the road, but that you never get attached to. And make sure, make sure, make sure that you're carving out time for action and implementation. If you are not carving out time for action and implementation, that information is completely worthless. So no matter what you're learning from whoever, right, all that success information is only potential power. It's action that makes it real. So my call to action for you is ask yourself how you can use this. If you're here, if you have listened to this entire episode, ask yourself, what are you going to do as a result of that? Also, don't forget to like and subscribe. I will provide more information. You'll have to decide what's relevant to you. But if you like and subscribe, you're going to get more content like this delivered to you. Uh, you can also check the link in the description to subscribe by email.
I also have some training that if you are interested in going deeper on relevant topics, the training your subconscious success mechanism really does get into a lot of those things that I talked about with teaming your nervous system um, because all of that has to do with what's going on in your subconscious or unconscious mind and how that influences your conscious mind and how that can help you step back from feeling really needy about things like that. Also, if you need to really just focus on taking action, my small work, big productivity training does help you just identify, okay, here's this thing that I want. Let me break it down into the action steps. And then from there, you can define what kind of information do you need to actively research in order to, uh, to achieve what you want to achieve. Both of those are part of the BTMS Insider streaming library of copywriting and marketing courses. And don't forget if you do have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, that link is in the description as well. I'm Roy Fur this Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. I do it every day, so I'll see you again in tomorrow's episode. See you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.